You know, there, there's a big difference between sending, being sent, and just going. I, I used to play backyard football when I was a kid, and uh, Michael McGlamry couldn't follow a play no matter how you drew it up on your chest in the huddle. You know what I'm talking about? You couldn't tell him to go to the trash can and then cut across the field, uh, you know, towards the dumpster. There was, there was, towards the tree. I mean, there was, there was, Mike didn't get it, you know? And and, and so we would call the play and we would just say, Mike, just go. Just, just go. Yeah. And that's what he'd do. Good-hearted, well-intended, and he'd have fun with the rest of us. But then there, there were other kids that looked more like what was going on when you saw it on TV on the weekends where there was a play drawn up, the quarterback knew where he was going to be, and all of a sudden the ball was launched and out of nowhere an open man was there and caught the ball. You know what I'm talking about? Now, now that kid was sent, right? There was a plan. There was a synergy of intention and, and, and something. Isn't it beautiful when that happens on a Sunday afternoon? When all of a sudden the ball is thrown, you can't even tell who it's to, and all of a sudden there's a guy there, <laughs> and he's racing down the side, you know, towards towards the end zone. There's a big difference between going and being sent. When when a fo- quarterback fumbles a ball, the ball goes, but when he rifles that pass, it's sent. Right? I, I remember when uh, I was in my twenties, and the wheels had come off my life. And uh, I was having a hard time getting them put back on. And uh, I'd just been through a divorce, and um, my life just felt shattered, like my future had just been ripped away from me. And I went to a church conference, a great time to go to a church conference, you know, and learn about being a better pastor when you're totally devastated yourself. And uh, I, I was half paying attention to the sessions, and then lo and behold, a gentleman sat down beside me. I had several of his books. This, this was one of my heroes in, in, in ministry. It was Chuck Hunter. Some of you may know of his books. And Chuck Hunter sat down next to me and I was aghast, you know, that guy looks like Chuck Hunter. I think that is Chuck Hunter. What would Chuck Hunter be doing here? And uh, in the break, he did what I think Chuck always did. Chuck was there writing a book. He had reasons there. He was gathering information. He had been, he had been sent for that purpose. He had no idea why he was sent. I was sitting next to him and he turned to me and he said, son, how you doing? And in a rare moment of transparency, I said, I'm doing pitiful. How you doing? And he said, well, son, tell me about that. Chuck Hunter, he was an evangelist that practiced evangelism doing bodybuilding on the beaches of Pasadena, California. Chuck Hunter, tell me about that, son. Sounded like God talking to me there. Tell me about that. And I told him, and he didn't flinch. He said, I've got something for you. And he opened up his wallet, and he said, Son, everything that you've just told me is my story exactly. Let me show you how God can make it end. And he opened it up, and he showed me a picture of a woman I couldn't imagine ever saying yes to him. I mean, she was, she was a beautiful woman, you know. And uh, it, it was amazing. Now, he, he could have just gone to that seminar, you know. But he was sent. God had called to play. And he knew exactly when our lives were going to cross. 
And at that juncture, God did his thing. There's a big difference between just going and being sent. And I'm going to ask Scott if he'll come before us. We're about to go to Nepal. But with your prayers, we won't just go. I pray that we'll be sent. Listen to this from Acts chapter 13. It says, And while they were ministering to the Lord, it must have been a worship service like we're in right now, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart from me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them. And the very next verse reads this way. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit. Who is sending? I'm just going to ask this morning that uh, we covet your prayers the whole time we're gone. We'll be training church pastors to do a very courageous thing in the countries where they serve. And in many cases, it'll be risking persecution and risking their lives to start these churches. And we are privileged to plant what seed we can in them of uh, a vision of how to do that. And uh, um, Scott's going to be talking to the businessmen there, talking to them about the difference that having Christ in your life and having Christ in your business can make as a businessman. Um, he'll be doing the devotions every morning for our team. Uh, but what a, what a privilege to be able to pour into 80 gentlemen. Already God's opened doors. I don't know if you knew it, but India had an embargo or a blockade on gasoline going into Nepal. Uh, so up till two days ago, we didn't know if our plane was going to be able to refuel to get us out of Nepal to Johannesburg. We didn't know if the pastors were going to be able to get there because gasoline was being rationed within the city. We've been praying, and a, a day ago that was lifted. Um, God's opening the door. Uh, the passing lane is opening. And uh, we, we're trusting that we're sent to do things we don't even know we're there to do. Um, because God's bigger than we are. And uh, we're, we're just his emissaries. Would you pray for us this morning? If there's any of you, Dad, if you'd come and uh, lay on hands. And uh, if any of the rest of you feel led, feel free in this place to come forward and just lay on hands. And the rest of you, wherever you are, as you're comfortable, would you just reach your hands towards us this morning uh, as we pray? Precious God, we thank you that your Holy Spirit has a way of showing up in the mission field. And you do things that don't always happen here. We pray, Father, that this, this might be a time of visitation, of healing, of help, of courage, of faith. We pray that you would speak through Chris and this wonderful man. We pray, Lord, that Scott and Chris might feel your power, your presence, even think your thoughts after you and dream your dreams with you for those pastors and those places. Father, we thank you that you are present this morning. And as you're hearing us, and as each of us prays, we pray that there'd be channels to 80-plus persons there living in a dangerous place. We pray that you'd protect Chris and Scott. We ask you would just put a, a veil around them, and by your Holy Spirit, let no danger come near. 
but fill them with your spirit and with your words and with your will. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Amen. We are sent. Amen. Thank you for your prayers. As you come for communion this morning, I want you to know that you're no less sent than anyone that was just prayed for. When the children of Israel took the Passover meal, the next morning they went. They went towards the promised land, but they didn't just go. They were sent. As you come for this meal this morning, will you let that be your moment of being touched? Of being commissioned? Of being filled? Of being aligned with his purposes? That from this meal, you might not just go. You might be sent. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread and he gave thanks to you, our Father. And he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our Father. And he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we do these things this morning as you have commanded in your remembrance. Our hearts focused on you. We receive from you the life that only you can give. Give it afresh this morning, Lord God, to each of our hearts. Make it a river within us that flows up and flows out to overflow, that wherever we go, your life in us might pour out to others. Be that real for each of us, Lord God, this morning. Send us from this place as your emissaries of life. In the name of Jesus, we pray, even as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.